Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Olifera is the high nutritional value of the leaves. In one serving of Moringa leaves, you can find 125% daily value of calcium, 61% daily value of magnesium, 41% daily value of potassium, 71% daily value of iron, 272% the daily value of vitamin A, 22% daily value of vitamin C. In total, there are over 90 different vitamins, minerals, or other nutrients in Moringa. Start to feel better today. To learn more, visit youfeellikecrap.com. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. Are you tired all the time? Youfeellikecrap.com. Are you overweight? Youfeellikecrap.com. Are you unmotivated? Youfeellikecrap.com. Do you want to feel better, healthier? You feel like crap.com. Make your move and change your life today by logging on to youfeellikecrap.com today. Learn more. Visit youfeellikecrap.com. Brought to you by youfeellikecrap.com. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it. Nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Indian folklore says that Moringa tree products may prevent as many as 300 diseases. For Moringa Tree Products, call 855-909-LIFE. That's 855-909-5433. You never know how popular you are, how smart you are, and how funny your jokes are until you become the head of a congressional committee. If you're named to chair a major legislative panel, suddenly people are eager to show you love, respect, and cash. Well, not normal people, but corporate lobbyists who want legislative favors from the committee barons. These favor seekers know that the way to get cozy with powerhouse lawmakers is to show them the money. Sure enough, in January, nine Republicans were elevated to the top position of their committees in the U.S. House. And in just the first three months of their reign, these newly crowned chairs have enjoyed an inflow of $1.3 million into their campaign accounts from political action committees. That's 74% more than the nine attracted prior to their ascendancy to the throne. 
Perhaps you want to believe that the beneficence of the PACs merely reflects an altruistic commitment to good, honest, unbiased public policy. No, no, Nanette. The bulk of the lucre comes from the very industries that the recipients are supposed to oversee. Check out Bill Schuster, for example, top beneficiary of this year's increase in PAC largesse. His haul of over $300,000 since January is five times more than he collected from PACs last year, with big bundles being donated by airlines, cruise ships, railroads, and trucking outfits. Can you guess which committee Bill chairs? Yes, transportation. This is Jim Hightower saying, of course, Schuster would tell you that by golly's money can't buy him, but the industries don't need to purchase the committee chairman. A short-term rental is all they need. That $300,000 is just the deposit on Schuster, for he'll be taking regular payments as he pushes their bills along. But it's still a great deal for lobbyists. Think about it. A timeshare in a member of Congress. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM. The station that leaves no listener behind. Welcome to today's edition of Culture Shocks. This is Barry Lynn. Uh, if you're a long-time listener, you know we talk about the Constitution a lot, and we talk about guns and gun violence a lot. But we tend not to talk about gun violence the day after some tragedy occurs involving guns. Everybody else is talking about it at that time. The questions we usually address are a little bit broader. I mean, when you look at recent history, what lessons do you learn and what strategic steps could you take to make America safer? There's a new book, uh, and I think it's an extraordinarily valuable contribution to all of the literature on this question of the guns with that footnote of how does the Constitution allow us to regulate them. Clearly, it does in many ways. The book is called The Last Gun, How Changes in the Gun Industry Are Killing Americans and What It Will Take to Stop It. The author is Tom Diaz. He joins us today. He's a writer, lawyer, speaks on the gun industry. He was a senior policy analyst at the Violence Policy Center. He's been on lots of TV shows. And, Tom, I want to welcome you to the show. Oh, thank you very much, Barry, and thank you for that kind introduction about the book. Well, it's a, it's a great book, and it's very readable, accessible, and important. Is it fair, Tom, to say that the National Rifle Association today, not in its past, today, really represents the gun manufacturing industry far more than it does any average hunter with a gun? Well, I think that is a fair statement, yes. Um, how much of a dramatic difference is there between its origins and what it's like today? Um, it's just, uh, talk about culture shock, it's just a complete change in culture from its origins and from, you know, for a while in the, um, in the 1970s, I was a member of the NRA and um, I was interested in guns as artifacts and I did a lot of competitive shooting. Right. Um, I later changed my mind. We might want to talk about that. But the NRA now is essentially a very successful, hyperactive, 
business model for marketing what the gun industry needs. And that's not only the products, but it's also the gun industry's um, ideological and marketing message. If the the message seems to be obvi- it's obviously successful, or, or we would have had this very modest effort in the Senate a few weeks ago at background checks uh, succeed and not fail. Uh, so their marketing is very good, but are they still interested in promoting the the items themselves, the gun manufacturers' products uh, that uh, obviously make the gun industry wealthy? Yes, generically. I, I wouldn't say that the NRA um, is uh, an advertising tool for specific products, but mm-hmm. what it does, and you have to understand, uh, if you've looked at the NRA's platforms, it, it's present in so many different forms. It has multiple websites, it has podcasts, streaming videos, um, magazines online and delivered directly and a presence in almost all aspects of what they call the shooting sports. So what it promotes um, is a kind of generic view, and and I'll just get it right out here, of of the utility and indeed the need for military-style weapons. That's one thing it promotes. It promotes... um, this, what some people have called this sort of insurrectionist idea, other people have said it's an essential liberty to be able to resist government. And finally, and, and in some ways I think most perniciously, it promotes the idea that guns in America are necessary for self-protection and, and where it gets uh, to my way, the most insidious, my way of thinking is the most insidious is when the protection is not only against the NRA is kind of mythical burglar crashing through right. the window at 3 o'clock at night, but a kind of just the general other. Yeah, you know, I noticed uh, yesterday Ron Paul, um, who uh, I know many of my listeners like at least parts of his policies, uh, the parts that don't involve sending Americans to every place we can't even identify on a map and get them killed there. But yesterday he said when he looks at the Boston bombing issues and the the issues surrounding it, that he's more worried about the police state mentality of going door to door and demanding to come in and see who's there than he did about the bombing itself. And absurd as that is at some level, I think many of us who are civil libertarians did think, did pause that Friday during the search in Watertown and go, is it is it really true that they can just break your door down if you don't voluntarily let you in? And although that's not directly related to guns, it, it has this this uh, patina of truth, and that is that wow, this is the first time that a whole set of series of, of, of blocks of a city have been. Uh, entrance demanded without any probable cause to believe anybody's in there. And that that casts a shadow that turns into a much darker one when the NRA and other people get a hold of it and say, see, the government could knock your door down, and what if they weren't really looking for a bomber? What if they were looking for you? Um, Yeah, and you know, that's... um, I hope I don't surprise too many people here, but that is... I think a legitimate and yeah. fair concern, um, and and the and the 
really, to me, damaging thing about some of these actions, and we can talk about a lot of them, a lot of them, but it actually does reinforce at many levels this view that, holy cow, this could really happen. And, you know, you could go through the list of things, this whole business about drones and can they kill uh, U.S. citizens, and if so, where, just sort of watered off. I mean, it was a one-day story, but there are serious questions involved. And what I worry about is that exactly what you said, people who want to turn this into a kind of provocative statement are – you're going to need these guns because these jackbooted thugs, to use language that was used <laughs> years right. ago by the NRA, are going to crash in your door. And I, I don't know if you're aware, it's gone so far that in Indiana, for example, um, the law has been changed. It's part of a mm-hmm. sort of progression of, of the American law at the state level about what you can do in terms of self-defense. The law has been changed in Indiana so that armed resistance law enforcement is now permitted provided that as we we go through you know that that they have no constitutionally valid reason for coming into your whatever your protected zone is so that given what we've seen about other waves of legislation in the united states promoted by the nra and others that's a possibility that we see that and I'll just say one more thing about this sure. issue, that, and that is that it's, it's actually happening, but in a less visible and slow-motion kind of way. Uh, there have been a number of, of incidents uh, involving the murder of law enforcement agents, police, sheriffs, um, by people who have bought into this idea that law enforcement is the enemy and we're entitled to resist with force. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, every time there is an incident, again, of police misconduct, and there certainly are, it just makes people that aren't in any sense gun nuts, they, they just get nervous because the extraordinary use of power in a bad way by a public official, particularly a public official with a gun, him or herself, just makes this a little more likely. It's less fantastical and a little more real. And I think the NRA and some of the other groups that we'll talk about in a minute love to play on that fear, expand it, and spread it. We're talking to Tom Diaz, the author of The Last Gun, How Changes in the Gun Industry Are Killing Americans and What It Will Take to Stop It. We'll talk a little more about the NRA and What's happened uh, to Wayne LaPierre? He's much stranger now than when I first knew him 20 years ago. We'll be back on Culture Shocks. Now back to Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn on the Genesis Communication Network. Our nation's founders believed that all Americans have the right to worship according to their own beliefs or not to worship at all. So strong was their commitment to religious freedom that they enshrined it in the first sentence of the Bill of Rights. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. We call this constitutional guarantee the first freedom. Religion is deeply personal and Americans must be free to practice without coercion. There must be a separation of church and state. We are on the verge of losing this fundamental freedom. You may wonder, what can I do? 
The answer is simple. Do what our founders did. Sign your name to a very important document, the First Freedom First Petition. Go to www.firstfreedomfirst.org and sign it today. By standing together, we can send a powerful message to our elected officials. Hi, this is Gary Cooper with Midas Resources Gold and Silver. Don't be surprised when the global elite confiscates money from your bank account one day. They have already very clearly telling you that they're going to do it. With what just happened in Cyprus serving as a blueprint for future bank bailouts, if you are concerned about keeping your money, why not consider storing your wealth in gold and silver? Call me, Gary Cooper, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 130. Together we'll discuss your options of buying gold and silver. Again, the global elite have plans for your money and it doesn't include you. So call me, Gary Cooper at 1-800-686-2237 extension 130 and I will send you a booklet with 10 reasons why gold and silver could be right for you. Again, don't get caught with money in your account when the next bank bailout hits. Call me, Gary Cooper at 1-800-686-2237 extension 130. Are you still a traditional smoker? Now experience a new lifestyle and try vaping with e-cigarettes by Lasig. Imagine no ashes, stains, nasty smell or coughing and hacking. With Lasig e-cigarettes revolutionary microelectronic technology, rechargeable battery and unique replaceable cartridge, you'll get all the benefits and satisfaction of smoking without the hazards. Choose your taste from a wide variety of our new American-made vaporeate e-liquids at lasig.com. And Lasig smokes the competition by serving thousands of worldwide customers with real people customer service fast free same day shipping and a 30 day warranty and satisfaction guarantee so are you ready for a new vaping lifestyle then call 8705184307 that's 8705184307 or visit lesig.com spelled l e c i g.com lesig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker Gardeners, here comes another growing season, but don't use last year's soil. Maximize yields in your survival garden with EM1 from Terragamics. EM1 is an organic soil conditioner, fertilizer amendment, and compost accelerant that provides a broad spectrum of beneficial microorganisms, enzymes, trace minerals, vitamins, and various organic acids. EM1 helps regulate the soil's pH level and its soil microbes, improving moisture retention and drought tolerance. Remember last year's dry conditions? EM1 from Terragamics is safe, chemical-free, and certified for use on all organic farms. It improves plant quality, size, color, flavor, and gives up to 20% more nutrient value in fruits and vegetables and greatly increases shelf life. And EM1 is so simple to use, just mix with water and apply. This year, prepare your crisis garden for maximum yields with EM1 from terragamics.com. Order now at t e r a g a n i x.com or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Terragamics, life's getting better. All right, we're back and we're talking to Tom Diaz, the author of The Last Gun, How Changes in the Gun Industry are Killing Americans and What It Will Take to Stop It. Certainly the National Rifle Association uh, certainly helps to represent in a big way the gun manufacturing industry, which is uh, making a lot of money uh, not 
as much on handguns as it is on some of the very controversial assault rifles and other products that are very much in the news. Uh, Tom, Wayne LaPierre has been the executive vice president uh, of the National Rifle Association for a long time. He used to host literally a daily radio show on, on satellite radio. I don't know if that's still on or not. Uh, I've been on panels with him about the Constitution on various points and used to have him on previous radio shows a lot. But I must say, in the last couple of years, and particularly after Newtown, uh, he seems to have gone off a deeper end than he was ever off before. His reaction when Code Pink uh, uh, attempted to, well, they did successfully uh, intervene in one of his press conferences right after Newtown, I mean, he seemed stunned, inarticulate, unable to deal with this minor interruption that many of us who are involved in anything controversial uh, have to endure from time to time. What's, what's going on with him? Well, obviously, I don't really know because I'm not in his office. But no, no, but I, I mean, what have I you see happening this? here, if I were going to say, yeah. you know, from my point of view, let's just look at what people often say happens to the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. They start living in a bubble. Yeah. The people around them tell them um, not necessarily the things they want to hear, but they know the things they don't want to hear, and they all have their own agenda. So the it, breaking through to the reality of what's going on in the United States for a president is surprisingly difficult. Now let's look at the National Rifle Association, which everyone agrees is an extraordinarily powerful institution in the United States. It is affiliated and has been increasingly, and this is one of the keys to the NRA's power, with what I would call um, the right-wing structure. Mm -hmm. It's not a power in and unto itself. It's a power because it's affiliated with what I think have become increasingly radical voices on the right in the right. United States. And so what does Wayne LaPierre hear when he goes on the cruise, which they're having sometime <laughs> within the next month or so, right. and they go out and they have ideological discussions? Um, he doesn't hear the concerns of the Newtown moms, what he hears are the concerns of people who are ideologically inclined to believe that guns are good, people are bad when they use guns in a bad way, and we need to resist government. It was, I can't say it was a shock to me because I've seen in sure. uh, Wayne LaPierre in recent years uh, at things like the NRA convention and um, CPAC, and he said some things that flew under the radar. I don't think mm -hmm. the, the national news media picked him up. But here he was in the spotlight after a horrific Moloch slaughter. And one would think that at least he would have yeah. moderated his tone. That was the only shocking thing. The yeah. message is pretty much the message that's been refined and honed and developed and delivered. Let me ask you this about the, something like the cruise. You're literally you're on a ship, and, and a lot of groups do these, and you mm -hmm. get the true believers and all that. Right. But in the NRA, there's something else going on. And that is that, again, national polls, at least, seem to suggest NRA members, real card-carrying NRA members, also support fairly dramatically the idea of more background checks. Now, how does the NRA, for example, threaten 
that they will defeat somebody like Mark Begich of Alaska, Democrat of Alaska, uh, if he doesn't vote the right way, and he didn't vote the right way on bank background checks, when the majority of their own members say, no, that this was a sensible idea. Maybe it's not in Alaska, but I haven't seen state-by-state state breakdowns. But you get the point. Most NRA members say, yeah, what's wrong with this? But Wayne and company say, uh-uh, not one step forward. Yeah, you, you're unpeeling levels of the onion here. The first question is, you know, exactly how many members does the NRA have? That's mm -hmm. problematic because they say this. Maybe they count magazines. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but let's, let's assume they do have these members. That is part of the, um, what some people have described as the revolution in, in, in the NRA that went on some years ago where the people at the top structured the organization in such a way that they're now being ideologically bound to a certain set of principles and to the industry that it's very difficult for the average NRA member to really have much of a voice in the NRA. Hmm. Um, but beyond that, um, you have to fairly say that, uh, uh, that people join the NRA who probably do think that, um, in fact, as you point out, polls show, yeah. what's wrong with background checks? Sure. Even some think that, for example, semi-automatic military-style assault rifles don't have any place in their world. What's with that? But they are, the NRA is very good at the message of, oh, okay, maybe that's what you think today, but that we're on a slippery slope, or the, or the camel's nose under the tent, or you, you know, use your metaphors. Similar. Sure. They sell that message. So if you go to um, almost any gun store or online, they have means for signing you up. And the means are basically directed to the fear factor. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that some ideas and some language among people who, and I use the term gun control, I know this, that's no, a no-no no. now. We're supposed to call it whatever. Right. Uh, but the people on the gun control side have needlessly, on occasion, and I think largely out of not knowing better, used ideas and phrases and approaches that really do scare even legitimate gun owners. I, I, can I yep. give you one example? Yeah, yeah. We're going to okay. take a break, but give me one example. Okay. Before Licensing we and registration. Yep. Now that shocks people because they like oh. to say, "Well, I have to license. I have to get a driver's license. I have to register yeah. my car." That does almost nothing to prevent gun violence, but it scares the heck out of absolutely, hunters. absolutely. No, it, these loaded words, even if they mean something or denote something uh, in another context, in this context, it sounds really draconian, even though, of course, it isn't, because presumably you wouldn't even have to go get a, a new license at the Department of Motor Vehicles, which itself, you know, leads people to panic uh, and be irritated on a regular basis when it comes to cars. Um, when you look at the gun deaths in America, roughly 30,000 uh, deaths per year over the last, say, 30 years, you combine that or compare that to the 6,000 worldwide deaths of Americans through terrorism in that entire 30-year period, 6,000 over 30 years, 30,000 per year with guns, you obviously know 
we've got a very screwed up perspective on what we ought to be worrying about. But the other side says, well, wait a minute. This doesn't tell you how many people are saved because they have guns, their lives protected. We'll get to Tom Diaz's thoughts about that in a minute. He's the author of The Last Gun, and you ought to pick it up. Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn is heard on the Genesis Communication Network. Every month, Americans United for Separation of Church and State publishes an award-winning magazine called Church and State. It exposes efforts by the so-called religious right to eat away at the core principles of religious freedom. Should your tax dollars fund expensive private religious schools and cut back funding for your local public schools? Should government bureaucrats get back in the business of writing unity prayers for your children to recite at school? Should we teach good, solid science or replace it with religious messages? about intelligent design? Should special interest groups force your school library to take popular books from the Harry Potter series to Judy Bloom novels off the shelves? These are the issues explored every month in Church and State magazine. To learn more, go to www.au.org. Americans United fights to protect and promote the constitutional principle of church-state separation. For more information, please call us at 1-800-875-3707. Big business has discovered the preparedness market, and that makes it difficult to know where to go and who to trust. MyPatriotSupply.com is owned and operated by patriots just like you. Has the best prices on storable food, non-GMO seeds, water filtration devices, home canning equipment, survival and self-reliance books, and more. MyPatriotSupply.com has old-fashioned values and the absolute best customer service in the industry. Look for the deal of the day, unique affordable survival. Survival supplies that fit anyone's budget. Get same-day shipping on all orders and free shipping on orders over $49. Call 866-229-0927, 866-229-0927, or visit MyPatriotSupply.com for emergency preparedness, self-reliance, and food independence. Shop with a name you know and a name you can trust. Before it's time to survive, it's time to prepare. MyPatriotSupply.com. Are you an inventor? Or do you know an inventor who would like to attempt to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to industry? For free information on how to proceed, phone toll-free 1-800-977-6119. InventHelp, America's leading invention company, has inventor's information you can have free. Get an informative brochure and other material of interest to new inventors from the company whose patent referrals have helped secure more than 7,000 patents. Learn how to get your free information by dialing 1-800-977-6119. That's 1-800-977-6119. Even if you only have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll want this free inventor's information. It shows how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to industry. It's a free call. That's 1-800-977-6119. 1-800-977-6119. So, a natural disaster strikes, and out goes your power. You risk losing stored food in electric freezers and refrigerators. Your options, lose all that expensive food and medication, fire up a noisy gasoline-powered generator, or switch now to a propane or natural gas-powered refrigerator from Ben's Discount Supply. 
Ben'sDiscountSupply.com has a complete line of propane-powered refrigerators. Freezers in sizes ranging from a small camper cooler size up to a whopping 21-cubic-foot refrigerator freezer or a 22-cubic-foot deep freezer. In stock and ready to ship anywhere. Ben'sDiscountSupply.com also stocks a full line of solar-powered appliances to get you completely off the grid. Check out Ben'sDiscountSupply.com or call 800-771-7702. That's 800-771-7702. Or click Ben'sDiscountSupply.com. For camping, home, or bug-out location, bank on Ben'sDiscountSupply.com. All right, we are back, and we're talking to the author of the fine new book, The Last Gun, Tom Diaz. Uh, Tom, here's one thing. With those 30,000 deaths per year, um, there's a very small percentage of these that are from semi-automatic assault-style weapons. Uh, most of them are handgun deaths. So isn't there a, a scintilla of truth when the NRA says, look, if we ban assault rifles today, the anti-gun, the gun seizers, will eventually want to go after what is, in fact, more dangerous, and that is handguns. Isn't there a scintilla of truth? Because, frankly, I mean, if I had the power to select one group of weapons that we could just erase today, I'd be erasing handguns myself. Well, um, that's a very interesting problem, and um, you're absolutely right that if you look at the the way um, gun violence, gun crime, gun deaths and injury falls out, yes, the handgun is is by far the most frequently used gun. Yeah. Now, I, I, I really, you know, I'm sure people on the other side just cock a skeptical eye when I say, I don't know anybody who, who believes today that we're going to ban handguns. However, there is a common factor that um, needs to be addressed, both with respect to handguns and with respect to these military-style assault rifles, which I could give in my whole long history that I've thoroughly researched about how they were developed from military necessity. Mm -hmm. But the common denominator is the so-called high-capacity magazine. And that has become commonplace both for semi-automatic handguns and for rifles. If we did nothing else but limit the capacity, uh, the legal capacity of magazine, ammunition Mm -hmm. magazines we're talking about, the loading devices, that in itself would address, to a large extent, the handgun problem and the semi-automatic rifle problem. Very interesting. Um, yep. I don't think that there's any serious move in the United States on the gun control side to ban handguns. I think everybody who knows what they're talking about although I don't deny that there are people who would like to erase every single gun in the country. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be careful what you wish for. Oh, no, Um, absolutely. um, But I do think there are practical ways to try to reduce the impact of these weapons. I think we've reached the tipping points. We're beyond uh, what could happen in Europe um, or Canada or or other, you know, the English-speaking former colonial nations. I just don't think it's feasible 
to try to vacuum up handguns. I, no. That's heresy to some people, but it's a fact. No, I think so. And I think the idea of, of limiting these mag the, the magazine capacities, uh, I, I'd vote for that in, instead of, uh, you know, one or the other, as I posed the question originally. If you go to the Drudge Report for comic relief, perhaps, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to see this occasional story. Alabama mother fights back against home invasion. She has a handgun. But these are the outlier events. That's why they are news on the Drudge Report. Drudge does not report 80 deaths today, right. 77 deaths yesterday. But right. those are real, too. Yes. Uh, the, 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 the actual numbers of people who, uh, look, when somebody uses a gun to kill somebody else, whatever else you can say about the lack of data in the United States, that, that gets recorded ultimately. And so we can look at gross numbers, and we know that so-called justifiable homicides, that is, somebody breaks in, they get shot and killed, yep. are minuscule in terms of the overall. There's, they're always in the sort of low hundreds, sure. 300. So there are all kinds of surveys and fakery about I brandished the firearm and I saved my life because I went to the parking lot and I saw mm -hmm. some bad guys. That's very unreliable. Mm -hmm. There is another survey that the Justice Department does called the National Victimization Survey, and, that, and they ask people, when you were threatened with violence, whether it's property or physical violence, how did you respond? Mm -hmm. And it turns out that in both cases, <laughs> physical violence on my person or somebody trying to steal my property, the number of people who say, well, I, I, I resorted to use of a gun, is less than 1%. Less than 1%. Most people... By far, yeah. the great majority of people say, I thought it was best not to resist, because exactly. I don't want to make the problem any worse. Why, but, does, why does every network ha have that crank on who wrote the, the book about uh, how he can prove statistically that more people are saved than die oh, from John God? Lott? You're talking yeah. about professor? Yeah, why is John Lott? I mean, his, his studies have been debunked, but why do they keep using him? Uh, well, that's another problem of this whole debate, and that is the, uh, he said, see, she said, kind of, oh, gosh, we can't take a stand or a point of view. That has really infected the media. That's at one level. And at the other level, bandwidth. they got to put somebody on. And yeah. John Lott is, uh, you know, indefatigable in terms of getting himself out there. The yep. industry loves him. Um, I was on one radio show with John Lott, and I had some interesting uh, material that he had he had produced, and he accused me of lying, so I just handed copies of the material to the host. Yep. That's the last and only time I'll ever be on anything with John Lott. Yes, yes. Um, I, I've been known to do that myself on mm -hmm. other issues. Uh, sometimes the hosts care, and sometimes uh, they don't. Yeah. But, but I think it is important when people see John Lott, know that the stuff's been debunked, the statistical methodology has been debunked, and that there is this data, including from the Justice Department, suggesting quite the contrary. Now, here's the thing, and, and this is why I'm, I, I stand corrected. I wouldn't really erase handguns. I just would erase those magazines that make it possible to do so much damage. In the Heller case, the case of D.C. gun ownership, my yeah. listeners know that I thought the Second Amendment analysis by the majority, although, you know, five people you win, uh, was just absurd. I don't think there's a Second Amendment right to, uh, to any gun ownership. But I am quite uh, sensitive to the idea that 
It may well be that the Ninth Amendment, the rights reserved to the people, certainly historically would say, if somebody's breaking into your house, whether it was a log cabin or your gated community today, you have a right to defend yourself. Be nice if you knew. But even Justice Scalia seems to say, and I wish Piers Morgan would actually read this, he didn't just say... Every gun, obviously, in every circumstance can be used, but uh, somehow that's gotten lost. I don't think that Justice Scalia would support concealed carry uh, in public places if, the, and if and when such a case gets to him and he's still on the court. Do you? Well, it's, it's hard to know what Justice Scalia would support or not support. Um, I, I First off, let me say, I find this Ninth Amendment analysis fascinating. Um, and I don't think, you know, you can go back to at least the, the sources that I know. If you go back to the to the uh, the Torah, the Hebrew Bible, it's there, and the, and the commentary around it. It's yeah. very clear that morally and ethically, throughout the whole of Western history, yeah. uh, it has been permitted to defend oneself and, when necessary, mm-hmm. to actually take other life. That is not a question. And if if somebody said you can't do that. Uh, you know, I would that's say, right. well, of course you can do that, and and if you want to say that's a Ninth Amendment right, which is kind of an interesting thing that's popped up recently, okay, fine, I would actually be on board with that. What I would question, and and I think you you brought it back around to the Second Amendment analysis yep. uh, that Justice Scalia spent <laughs> so many words <laughs> writing, exactly. um, is there is still a question about, okay, what means do you do that? Do you use for that, and, ter- and then that gets into the whole question of how does it affect other people? Now, let mm-hmm. me take this down to cases. Let me let me just ask you to hold that thought. We'll take it back to cases in just a minute. We have to take another little break. We're talking to Tom Diaz. He's the author of The Last Gun, How Changes in the Gun Industry are Killing Americans and What It Will Take to Stop It. One thing that helps stop it is we get our facts straight and we put things in perspective. We'll take it down to cases and then we'll figure out why if major crime in America is going down, gun sales are going up. Maybe people are just watching the If It Bleeds, Leads stories on local news. We'll be back. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Our nation's founders believed that all Americans have the right to worship according to their own beliefs or not to worship at all. So strong was their commitment to religious freedom that they enshrined it in the first sentence of the Bill of Rights. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. We call this constitutional guarantee the first freedom. Religion is deeply personal, and Americans must be free to practice without coercion. There must be a separation of church and state. We are on the verge of losing this fundamental freedom. You may wonder, what can I do? The answer is simple. Do what our founders did. Sign your name to a very important document, the First Freedom First Petition. Go to www.firstfreedomfirst.org and sign it today. By standing together, we can send a powerful message to our elected officials. 
Mother's Day is next week, and Pro Flowers is offering an amazing Mother's Day special. 100 stunning blooms for mom, plus a free glass face for just $19.99. Plus, order today and you're automatically entered for a chance to win an amazing trip for mom. Three lucky grand prize winners and a guest will be whisked away to your choice of Paris, Napa, or St. Thomas. Just go to proflowers.com, click on the microphone in the upper right corner, and enter the secret code 5454. Order now from Pro Flowers to get huge savings. 100 colorful blooms for mom, guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven full days, plus a free vase for only $19.99. But hurry, this incredible deal expires this Friday. And if you order this week, you're entered for a chance to win a trip for mom to an incredible destination. The only way to get this amazing deal and be entered to win the trip of a lifetime is to go to proflowers.com. Click on the radio microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 5454. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 or over. Restrictions apply. See rules or website for details. What's safer and cheaper than prescription drugs? Glad you asked. The answer is Renovation Teas. Herbal remedies are much safer and much cheaper than prescription drugs. Taste great, and most importantly, herbal teas are effective and non-addictive. Renovation Tea is especially unique, and here's why. We spent years researching herbs and their beneficial properties. Renovation Teas uses only 100% organic, fair trade herbs. Our teas are blended towards specific ailments and health conditions, such as diabetes, blood pressure, anxiety, libido, detox, and much more. All renovation teas are formulated and hand-filled in Arkansas. Take care of yourself naturally, the way Mother Nature intended. Order renovation teas at renovationtea.com or call 870-784-3121. That's 870-784-3121. Renovation teas. Renovate your health one bag at a time. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. That bears repeating. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. And Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM-1 is a powerful liquid probiotic, strong enough to cleanse, gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM-1 is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, contains all natural and certified organic ingredients, contains no preservatives or animal products, supports a healthy digestive and immune system, supports weight loss, improves absorption, Absorption of food nutrients, aids in controlling yeast infections, is never freeze-dried, and uses three groups of live, viable, beneficial microbes to cleanse and remove toxins. Order Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com. Spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. Terraganics.com. Or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM-1, the raw probiotic. We are back uh, wrapping up today's conversation with Tom Diaz, the author of The Last Gun. And gun industry is the focus of a lot of this book. But there's also a lot of uh, interesting and, and I think refreshingly written analysis about the Constitution, which was the subject of, uh, of course, the Heller case in the Supreme Court relating to gun laws right here in the District of Columbia. Uh, so, Tom, uh, you were going to kind of get us down to um, to cases yep. in regard to the analysis of Justice Scalia on yep. uh, militias yep. and what they meant. Well, you know, I, I'm kind of an agnostic about the meaning of the <laughs> Second Amendment. But in terms of Justice Scalia's analysis, I found two things uh, 
really troublesome to me. One is the um, the whole process, uh, which I describe in the book about this whole thing was a, I call Justice Scalia the point of a spear of a certain <laughs> approach that generated all kinds of law review articles and so forth. And the case was rigged from the beginning in the sense that they went out and did things that when I was in law school you could have got disbarred for, which is you know beat the bushes for clients. Yes. Um, but okay, so that's one thing. Process upset me. But the other thing that truly got to me was right in the middle, in the heart of this opinion, he drops a fact bomb, which is completely undocumented. He makes no reference to any part of the record. And he says the handgun is, um, you know, the traditional form, I'm paraphrasing yeah. here, of, of self-defense. Well, no. number one, Anybody who truly, really knows about guns, and I know Justice Scalia is a, is, you know, is a bird killer. He likes right. to go out and shoot, but he doesn't really. His, his depth no. of knowledge is obviously thin. Almost, except for the people who manufacture and sell handguns and try to promote, almost everybody says a handgun is the worst kind of self-defense mechanism, particularly in the confines of your home. Mm. Now, there are other questions when I was when I talked about balancing in specific sure. cases. The whole question, and, and it was just ludicrous, people went up on the hill and testified, well, we need assault weapons to defend our home. When you start shooting rifles around in a typical home, there's a thing called overpenetration where you blow through the walls of your house and you kill your neighbor, or you shoot at some other innocent person in the background, including a member of your family. Mm -hmm. These are factors that are hardly ever taken into account. There's this kind of That's right. righteous... Um, fantasy that I'm going to pull out this gun yeah. and, I, and I won't have all the effects of, of uh, when I'm in fear of my life, meaning my hands are trembling, I get yeah. tunnel vision, I can't yeah. hear what's going on. That'll never happen to me. No, of course and I'll not. just shoot somebody, notwithstanding the fact that most trained, most engagements that even involved trained law enforcement officers, only about 20% of the rounds hit where they're aimed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the specific case I would give the example of, remember the shootout in New York? Uh, I think it was near the Empire yeah, State Building. Right. And most of the that's casualties right. were bystanders. That's correct. That's what happens in real life. Yep, with trained people. Yes. Um, let's talk about some untrained people here. Mm -hmm. Right-wing uh, zealots have been going crazy since about last week when it became clear that there were some records of the terror suspect, or at least one of them, in the Boston bombings. But I've seen no discussion about why it's so easy for people on terror watch lists to buy guns. Now, I'm not a fan of some of these lists because I think they're obviously over-inclusive. We know this sad story of the late Ted Kennedy who was on a terror list and couldn't get on a plane briefly. But the idea that you can be on these lists which prevent you from getting on an airplane, but you, even if on the list, could buy a gun and then travel on the bus, seems absurd. Yeah, well, there are two tracks. That's the thing. These aren't mutually exclusive discussions. And one is, absolutely, there is a problem with this whole terrorist business. But now let's go to the gun question. What people, I think, may not understand is that the whole purpose of the background check is to prevent what are called prohibited persons under federal law. And they're mm -hmm. specifically defined, you know, yeah. convicted felons, fugitive from justice. Then they have some really vague and meaningless phrases yes. about mentally disturbed people, so on, misdemeanor domestic violence. There's nothing in the law about some 
anonymous bureaucrat somewhere in the bowels of the federal government thinks you're a threat and puts your name on a list. That's not no. – I don't think anybody no. in that industry wants to go there. No. There is another factor that hasn't been discussed, and that is that the, the, the explosive that these Boston bombers used, gunpowder, yeah. the NRA has a long record going back at least 20 years. When I was a staff member on the Hill, we tried to d d develop to change the law so that in so-called black powder um, and other gunpowders, right. you would put something called a tagget. These are microscopic right. identifiers. And the NRA fought that tooth and nail and eventually won. So what does that mean? It means you can go make a bomb, and at least from the analysis of the explosives, it's much harder to find out where it came from, when it was sold, yep. than it would be if we had these taggers. So you get a twofer here, really. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, but this idea you fight, I mean, I, I know what Wayne would say, because he's, I mean, I remember him saying it on, on shows, including ones that, uh, I've done over the years. I mean, you have to be concerned about the first experiment with your liberties. You know, James Madison said yeah, that, yeah. not about guns. But uh, so I kind of get that. But also, when the weight of the evidence of the damage on the other side becomes so overwhelming, you would think a sensible person would do what John Maynard Keynes did once when he adjusted his economic theories. He said, "When the facts change, I change my mind." <laughs> now, well, now let me ask you this yeah. question: That I let, the U.S. city major crimes gone down uh, significantly over the last decade. Gun sales continue to go up. The NRA says you better buy more guns now because sooner or later Barack Obama is not going to let you have it. But why do we fear more the things that are happening less unless we just listen, you know, to the local news? Every time I travel, you turn on local news. I don't care if it's Miami, Portland, Oregon. It's always about a murder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, this is a common problem in perceiving risk. Um, people who live in, you know, uh, just, you know, white upper class communities somehow have this fear that they are, that, that they have the same levels of crime as, say, East Los Angeles, which yeah. is just ridiculous. The second thing, um, however, that I, that I think is at play here and you have to be sensitive to is exactly who is buying these guns. We know from whatever data has been available that fewer and fewer people buy more and more guns. So when we say, why are we buying all these guns, it's not necessarily <laughs> the collective we of the, of, right. the, of the broader community. It could be just gun enthusiasts who have typically have uh, the last certain numbers I saw were at least six guns. And you yeah, talk to some of them, guns. I mean, they have scores of guns. Yeah. So there are a lot of reasons for that. They're not only fear, but... Um. What, let me just ask you, we're wrapping this up, but uh, about some of these other gun groups. Alan Gottlieb mm -hmm. with the Citizens Committee to Keep and Bear Arms. Mm -hmm. uh, they actually supported, uh, among their membership, sent out emails saying, this background check bill is not a bad idea. Pat mm -hmm. Toomey, Joe Manchin, they're gun owners. They mm -hmm. love guns. Uh, this is okay. Larry Pratt, who you see very frequently on, on Pierce Morgan's uh, yeah. obsessive interviews. Uh, I've known Larry a long time, <laughs> gun owners of America. I mean, he makes yeah. the NRA look like uh, pussycats. Uh, are they both in their own way, maybe, Alan, not so much, but also kind of shills for the gun industry itself? Oh. 
Well, number one, I think it's amusing. Alan Gottlieb was was photographed with Justice Scalia when Scalia was receiving his (laughs) international whatever ambassador of gunship award. So that's kind of that's the process thing I was talking about. Yep. But you got to understand, um, people make a lot of money, and I would say this particularly in the case of Gottlieb. Guns aren't the only thing he's into. This whole right-wing fundraising thing is enormously profitable. Um, so there is a, you know, at least an, sure. a, 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 a possibility of some ulterior motive here. My take on that whole thing is um, it's a nice way to throw an elbow really hard into the NRA mm-hmm. and force them to react and also make a few friends on the Hill. You know, there's yeah, the inside point. game that goes on here, sure. too. Sure. When, when Waymont Pierre, as we talked earlier, starts to look a little bit loony, maybe <laughs> if you step up, you're going to make some friends and get more access and That's have right. more influence. You know the Washington Absolutely. game. Absolutely. I mean, that, I mean it's, a, it, it's a great theory, and, and Larry doesn't care really about friends, I guess. <laughs> no, well, that's one thing you know, about the Pratts. They have not been uh, all warm and fuzzy. And Gottlieb, to me, is just kind of opaque. I, you know, yeah. To me, he's like Jim Pascoe of the yeah. Fraternal Order of Police, who's the Fraternal Order of Police's yeah. Washington guy, but also you know, has interest in promoting uh, oh, yeah. guns. So, oh, you know, absolutely. there's this whole thing that goes on in Washington has nothing to do with no, not whatever with, people want. In, no. Not with safety, nor what people want, just with the strange reality that only exists here. Tom Diaz, I want to thank you very much for being with us. The book is The Last Gun. You ought to pick it up. A very sobering account and a very useful one. We'll be back tomorrow on Culture Shocks. Culture Shocks has been produced by Diane Robinson, engineered by Dwayne Davis, and the Genesis Communication Network technical staff. Visit us online at cultureshocks.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner, and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the People grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, and carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Your freedoms are on the line. The Second Amendment is in danger. How soon before your freedoms are taken away? What can you not live without? What is your greatest dependency? Is it your guns? Is it your home? No, it's food. It all boils down to the food supply. Tyrannical governments control people by controlling their food supply. Don't be dependent. Be self-sufficient. Don't wait for the government to feed you. Feed yourself. I can warn you, but I can't feed you. Do like Alex has done and get a supply of food from eFoods Direct. It's the best long-term 
long-term storable food on the planet. Get the popular Mega Patriot Pack free, a 24-day supply of food plus stove, cook pot, and fuel. Call 800-250-1857 or go to eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex and get up to 20 Mega Patriot Packs free with purchase. Build your food supply, be in control, be self-sufficient, and be a patriot. Call 800-250-1857 or eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex and get your free Patriot Pack today. Hello, I'm Patrick Cavanaugh, co-founder of Agnet West, inviting you to listen to our weekday reports on KCAA radio during morning drive-in at noon. California's number one in agriculture, our 80,000 farms and ranches produce 400 commodities with a combined annual output of $50 billion. It's important to stay informed about our food supply, so visit the KCAA website at kcaaradio.com and click on the Agnet West banner for articles about a subject that affects all of us. Because like the saying goes, if you eat, you're involved in agriculture. Prostitutes are amateurs compared to Texas State Senator Kel Seliger, whose going rate is $20,000 a pop. At least, that's what he was paid last year by waste control specialists. First, some background. A decade earlier, WCS parlayed political donations to Governor Rick Perry into a special deal to build a low-level nuclear waste dump in a West Texas county, right up against the New Mexico border. Headed by Harold Simmons, a right-wing Dallas billionaire and GOP money man, waste specialists originally promised to take atomic trash from only two states— But after dumping more donations into Perry's 2010 campaign, Simmons was allowed to take trash from 36 other states. Now, back to Seliger. In exchange for taking 20K from WSC for his 2012 re-election race, he is dutifully rolled over to sponsor a bill in the Texas legislature this year to let Simmons ratchet up from low-level waste to highly radioactive stuff. The bill would also block residents of neighboring New Mexico from contesting this change in Texas courts. Why take this gratuitous slap at New Mexicans? Because towns there actually are closer to WSC's nuclear dump than any Texas towns. And since radioactivity pays no heed to state borders, Sierra Club members in Eunice, New Mexico, are opposing the Texas permit. This is Jim Hightower saying... Having taken Simmons' money, Seliger has been pushing hard to turn the trick for him, but even his Republican colleagues are disgusted by his shamelessness. As one put it, why would we limit affected parties to three sides of the county and not the fourth? The New Mexican neighbors, he said, are still Americans, and they should still be offered the opportunity to protest the plant's permit. Stay tuned at www.texas.sierraclub.org. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. Hey, Gary, if you could ask Jesus one question, what would it be? Don't talk. Don't What? Gary Busey. Gary Busey doesn't want... Yeah, what'd I do, Gary? 
He doesn't want to talk to Jesus? Didn't even want to ask Jesus one question. Well, whatever. Anyways, this is the GoCast Network. I'm Gary Garver, live from the John Lovitz Comedy Club. Universal City Walk, also on in Las Vegas, KLAV, 1230 a.m. Indy100.com, KCAA, 1050 a.m. in San Bernardino, Inland Empire. Thanks, Fred Lundgren. He likes when I... He actually listens to the show, the owner, and... and thank me for plugging them. So thank you, Fred, for allowing me on KCAA 1050 AM. And W4CY.com. I'm Gary Garver, and I have a, a good show today, great show. I have Brenda Dixon from Young and Restless, a uh, superstar, soap opera star who's going to spill the beans on a bunch of people. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> and, and my buddy, uh, PR uh, persona extraordinaire, Eduardo Lozzi. How are you? No, no photos, please. No photos. <laughs> How you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. This is my highlight of my week. Is it? Gary Garver. Oh my God! Well, you have a you have a worse life than me. But, but anyway. <laughs> but hey, listen. Uh, before we get into your story and all that, um, I do want to mention some serious that. And I think I think this is ridiculous uh, in the scheme of things, especially with. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.